Yo, what's up? This is Kellen. Welcome to the Kellen Roland Show. I'm Kellen, and it is a beautiful day in Los Angeles. I am having a wonderful morning. I've had two cups of incredible coffee. I'll talk about that in a minute. Have some commentary on what happened with the LeBron mural in Los Angeles. Disappointing. And a couple lessons that I've recently learned from Jerry Seinfeld. I will also talk a little bit about what happens at Irwan. If you're not familiar with Irwan, you probably don't live in Los Angeles. It is a high-end boutique grocery store. Imagine Whole Foods on steroids. So let's drop in to this episode, and I'm very excited to be talking to you again. Let's do this. I feel like it's been a while since we've really dug in and talked about coffee. I'm going to start this week's episode and discuss my favorite coffee that I've discussed before. Black Oak Coffee Roasters. They have an Ethiopian. It's a natural. It has a strong tasting note of strawberry. It's absolutely incredible. A couple people have asked me, well, where do I get my coffee or how do I get it? Ordering coffee online is just as easy as ordering anything else online. And most coffee shops have Apple Pay. And if your Apple Pay is set up with your shipping information, you can make the purchase in three clicks. So I'll put a link to their website. Again, boutique coffee, single origin, absolutely incredible. I've been playing around with different brew methods, all generating around the pour over. For those of you who don't know what a pour over is, you take the coffee, you grind it up, you put it into a brewer that is a kind of cone-shaped sphere that sits on top of a jar or a carafe, you put the coffee grounds inside it. Then you take a gooseneck kettle and you pour it in and you create the coffee. The water goes through the brewer and that is where the coffee is extracted from the coffee bean, which is the seed of a cherry. Then you get your coffee. So that's a pour over. And within the pour over world, there's many different types of pour overs. There's a Chemex is very popular. It's glass. It looks like a hourglass with the top chopped off or a pour over, which could be a Hario pour over or a Kalita wave or the blue bottle company makes a cool one. I was using the blue bottle version for a long time and I liked it a lot. Uh, recently though, I started using the Kalita wave, which is similar shape but has three holes at the bottom, which the water can flow through. I have one that's a 185 and one is a 155. One is metal, one is glass. It's really fun. You get to really nerd out, and I love to nerd out on coffee, as you know. There's also this other company that makes a tool called the Mellow Drip, which I would describe it. It looks like a small cylinder, almost like a pog, that has like a honeycomb pattern and you pour water through this 
And then that goes through the pour over. So then you have the carafe where the coffee goes into. You have the brewer, which is the Kalita wave or whatever apparatus you choose. Then above that, you have the mellow drip and you pour the water through the mellow drip. It lands on the coffee grounds and voila. Yes, I am a coffee nerd, loud and proud. If you are intimidated of coffee or you love coffee, I suggest looking into it further. And according to my Twitter timeline, which I'm sure is curated and manufactured just for me, coffee is supposedly so good for you all of a sudden. It tells you to drink more coffee. So woohoo for me, you know, let's go. So I've had uh, two cups. I'm sitting here looking at my second cup. It looks incredible. I'm going to hit, I'm actually just going to take a drink really quick. So thank you for allowing me that uh, opportunity to take that drink. It's incredible. What coffee are you drinking? I've had a couple people come up to me or message me and say, you know, they love it when they hear about coffee and they're interested in learning more. They want to try out new coffees. I'll put some links to coffee in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. What coffee are you drinking? So hit me up with any ideas or suggestions or if you have any questions. I will also tweet and Instagram some stuff that is related to what we just discussed about my current coffee obsession with the Kalita Wave and Black Oak Coffee Roasters. My second coffee suggestion of this week would be Say Coffee, S-E-Y, located in Brooklyn. They're incredible. Where Black Oak, I think, has the best coffee right now, Say Coffee has the best branding and really good coffee. Like, their branding is really dope. So I'll take some pictures and send those out, and you can tell me what you think. Okay, on to LeBron James. As you know, I'm a massive Lakers fan. I believe the whole NBA was given a gift when LeBron signed with the Lakers a few weeks ago. When the Lakers are good, I think the Laker, the whole NBA is better. There's more people watching. They're a global brand. Now, I am a Lakers fan, so you could say, well, of course you think that, which also makes sense. And with what's going on in the East and what's going on with Boston, if they continue to improve, we might see a Lakers-Boston championship in the next couple years, which would be such an interesting finals, especially if it was Kyrie versus LeBron, but that's way down the line. When LeBron got signed, a local artist named Jonas Never put up a mural of LeBron, which said that he was the king of Los Angeles. There's a little bit of a nuance there because his nickname is King James. And Kobe fans took offense to this. So there was a uproar on Twitter. LeBron hasn't done nothing. He's done nothing for LA. He hasn't even played a game yet. All this back and forth, which is to be expected, right? Sports is pretty much an excuse to argue with people you like or argue with strangers or have something in common with someone you like or something in common with a stranger. And we could talk more about that later. However, within the melee of social media and the consciousness of massive amounts of people, there is always a spike in idiocracy. And some jackass said he would pay somebody $300 to vandalize the mural. 
obviously, somebody said, hold my beer. They went and vandalized the mural. It caused a huge uproar. Everyone's going back and forth. It's just a really what I think is kind of a childish and shitty moment for all of us. The artist ends up covering the mural up because it's just causing so much bullshit. And I just think it's garbage. Like, if you're in Los Angeles, why do you got to mess the mural up? You know, it's a big party for everybody, right? You're a Lakers fan. Everyone's excited. We finally have signed a big name free agent, the best player in the world after not being in the fight in the finals. What am I talking about? After not being in the playoffs for six years, we're going to make the playoffs and now we're a contender. And, you know, some jerk has to go and mess it up for, you know, the moment for everybody. And Yes, you can obviously make the connection that things like this happen all the time and there's a million things going on in the world that are worse than this. And yeah, of course, but that logic will pretty much allow anything to be okay because there's always going to be something worse. And it was just disappointing and it was interesting because people were going back and forth on Twitter and I tweeted about it and some guy wrote me back and was like, yo, you're clearly from the Hollywood Lakers fat club and, you know, who cares? And, you know, gang murals get hit up every week. I'm like, look, man, I'm not talking about people living and dying here and I'm not making that connection, but that doesn't mean that I'm not disappointed with the fact that the mural got hit up. I would never make the mistake of connecting a mural commemorating someone's life to a mural of an athlete. They're not even in the same conversation. But it was still really stupid. So it just showed everybody kind of getting all up in an uproar. I mean, it's over now. The mural has been taken down by the artist. The funny thing is, is that this artist has done murals of Kobe, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not like the guy is just like a huge... LeBron fan, the guy represents LA. He's one of us. One of our artists created a piece of art welcoming the best basketball player in the world to Los Angeles, and someone had to go mess it up. So I think that's lame. That's pretty much my commentary on that. With social media becoming a part of everybody's day in life, It's given people this feeling that like what goes on social media is cool to do in real life. It's not. I mean, it's not cool to do on social media. But enough of that. Go Lakers. LeBron couldn't be happier to have you. Let's go. Let's win some chips. You know what the Lakers are about, which is excellence. It's about winning championships. And I couldn't be happier to have you as a Laker. So welcome. On to something that is a little bit more lighthearted. Have you ever been to Irwan? It is a grocery store in Southern California. It is like the boutique Whole Foods. It's like Whole Foods on straight crack. Everyone that goes there is like, looks like they're an actor or model or, you know, some old person that's wealthy buying like, $18 avocados. I go there, so I'm not trying to like talk shit, but 
you just see so many funny things there because it's like people go there and they're in like full on workout gear, but then they have like designer shoes on. And I'm like, did you work out or are you just wearing a workout outfit? Which, hey, who am I to judge? I wear workout outfits all the time on the weekend. And sometimes I have worked out and sometimes I have not worked out. However, the funny thing that I saw today was there was a, a, a man, a father, and he was carrying his child in like a baby Bjorn, right? Where the baby is facing your chest, which I thought was just adorable. When I have kids, I'm absolutely going to wear my kid on my chest at all times. However, what I thought was funny, and I don't think the kid quite signed up for this because it looked pretty risky. The guy gets a scolding hot tea. Now, I'm a coffee drinker. If you're a tea drinker, you got to realize tea is like 10 degrees hotter than coffee. When someone serves me a tea, I feel like it's a secret attack and they're trying to kill my mouth. So tea is scolding hot. This guy takes the tea and while walking, takes a sip of the tea to which his baby's little baby head is right under the tea. And I thought, oh my God, this guy is living on the edge. One little drop would just burn a hole in that little kid's head. Wow, I don't know if he signed up for that, you know? But, you know, the risks people take for their beverages. I thought it was pretty funny. Anyways, I don't think you're sitting there rolling on the ground laughing, but that's some stuff at Irwan that you see. Irwan, great for smoothies and people watching. Trust your boy. I've been watching a lot of episodes of comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm starting to learn a lot about Jerry's point of view on life. And there are a few pieces of information that I thought were really interesting. The first being that as a very well-known person, he has no issue and is expecting people to film him and take photos of him. He has a very matter-of-fact way of looking at it, which I agreed with, though I don't have that problem. I'm not a famous person, so when I'm out, no one is secretly filming me while I'm at Izakaya getting sushi. It was refreshing, though, to hear a world-famous celebrity come out and really acknowledge the fact that, well, I'm famous, so of course people are going to want to film me. And his point of view is that, well, I'm in the public, so when I'm in the public, I don't feel like I have privacy, hence why it's called public. And then I loved his further point, which was, no one cares, meaning that no one's going to watch the film anyway, so let it happen and move on. It was interesting because he was interviewing Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis, who was offended by people secretly filming him and, and paranoid. Now, it was interesting to see the differing points of view, and Jerry seemed to be very matter-of-fact about the situation and very confident. He also made the secondary point, which he makes a lot throughout the whole series, which is he's not concerned with what other people think. 
he's a compassionate person. He's a nice guy. At least that's how he comes across. But he's not sitting there taking note of every single person's reaction and doing things to cater to them. He's really just doing whatever he feels like doing at the time. And I loved that point of view because as someone who is learning and growing into my true self and expressing myself and putting myself out there, it was refreshing to hear someone who has achieved a great deal in life who was giving some inside tips on how to get there. Now, the advice wasn't that linear. It wasn't, hey, don't care about what people think and you're going to be successful. However, my interpretation is you have to do what you feel and what is representative of your true self and the expression that you have. When you're overly concerned with what other people think, you start to censor yourself or you tone things down or you exaggerate them. Ultimately, coming across as not authentic. Authenticity is something we are searching for. We're searching for it in our close interpersonal relationships. We search for it in art. We search for it in music. We search for it in day-to-day connections. When someone is being authentic, you're naturally drawn to them. And when someone is being inauthentic or disingenuine, you will put up your defenses. Sometimes without even knowing it, but you'll have that sixth sense that something's not right. And as someone who can admit that is a people pleaser sometimes, hearing Jerry talk about, you know, hey, look, like I I don't care what people think, I'm going to do me, was just another sign to continue that mindset. And it makes me want to do it. And it it circles back to the show. Why do I do the show? I do the show because I want to talk about coffee. I do the show because I want to talk about the Lakers. I do the show because I want to connect. I do the show because I want to share. I do the show because I want to learn. All those things roll up into my attempt to take the learnings that I acquire day to day and share them with you. And in exchange, I hope to hear from you and that you can share with me or that I can help out. When I'm doing the podcast and I'm talking about something that's happened to me or a point of view that I struggle with or something that I may be insecure about, 
a part of it is just getting it off my chest and saying it. Cause once you say it, it automatically seems less serious. So the gravity of it is the size of it. It shrinks. And in addition to talking about it, when I say it, I want you to know there's at least one other person that feels that way. I don't know if in a day-to-day conversation with your best friends, someone's going to come out and say, oh, you know, I really am, uh, I really try to please people and sometimes it hinders me from being my authentic self. That's not exactly a conversation you have over coffee. And if you do, I mean, props for that really genuine self-expression and communication. And I do notice that as I get older, the conversation I have with my friends is much more open and vulnerable and honest. And those are the conversations that I absolutely love. Those are the conversations that I gravitate towards. I've said this before and I will say it again. I'm not a fan of small talk. I hate small talk. Hey, how you doing? You know, if you're passing by someone on the street, a hey, how you doing and a head nod and an acknowledgement is very important. It's a way to just send a common gesture to the people around you that you're friendly. With people that you know or that you want to get to know, go a little deeper. Find out something about their day that's interesting or something that they had a challenge with. And when they you ask them a question, maybe ask them a follow-up question and then another question. Often when we communicate... We're not necessarily communicating. We're more or less waiting for our turn to talk. By bringing awareness to these natural tendencies, we can stop doing it, and then we will get along with the people around us much better. I know that when I am focused on being a good listener, I have a better conversation. I can feel the urge to get my point across while the other person is talking. Then I remind myself, wait, it's not about you. It's about them. Ask them another question about what they're talking about. Dig deeper. Find out more. And it takes practice. It takes concentration. You have to be present. When you do it, the outcome is incredible. Stay curious. Curiosity will lead to personal growth, professional growth, better relationships, and it will eventually lead you down a path where you find something out that you didn't know or what you might have perceived as the most logical or possible outcome will in fact be different because of that curiosity. I remind myself all the time to stay curious. Saying I know while someone is trying to tell you something can be the quickest way to suffocate a conversation or suffocate someone's opinion. And these things are programmed in us. 
I don't think that I consciously am like, oh, I'm going to shut this person's opinion down. However, it is a little bit programmed into me and I'm using my awareness and being present to create new habits and new ways to be, to ask more questions and be more curious. I've found that when I ask questions and I'm present with the people I'm around and I'm curious, I feel better and it reminds me that I don't always need to be the center of attention. Giving the spotlight to somebody else can be very rewarding and it's something I'm going to continue to work on every day. So thank you, Jerry, for the life lessons. I did not anticipate a life lesson from watching five episodes of your show back to back to back yesterday, but I happened to learn something. You have a great perception on the world. I think we could all learn a lot from Mr. Jerry Seinfeld, but that is up for you to decide. Thank you for tuning in. This episode was fun because I got back to my coffee talk. We got back to the Lakers, some funny stuff in Irwan, and some life stories. This episode was also challenging. I made a commitment that I was going to release an episode every week. Sometimes the topics are very easy for me to come up with and I could talk about them for hours. This week, I had to really search for what I was going to talk about, make it interesting, make it worth your time, make it a teachable lesson for myself, and hopefully you're picking something up from this episode as well. Now I can fully relate to some of my friends that are creatives and they're designers and they work a nine to five job and they have to just come to the office and be creative. Creativity sometimes hits you in the middle of the night and sometimes it's not there. You have to just get it out. You have to sit down and type if you're a writer. You have to sit down and talk if you're going to do a podcast. If you're an artist, you have to draw. That's the only way to get the creative juices flowing. So I'm proud of this episode because I had to sit down and really force the topics out because I made that commitment that I'm going to release a show every week and I don't want to let you down and I don't want to let myself down. So thank you for the opportunity. Now let's wrap this episode up. The show is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. It is very helpful. It helps people find the show. I appreciate you tuning in. Everyone has a very busy schedule and giving me your time does not go unnoticed. Let's continue to learn together and go on this journey. Hit me up on social. 
at Kellen Rowland on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to know what's going on in your life. If there's a topic you would like to hear on the show, let me know. Let me know what kind of coffee you're drinking and let me know what round of the playoffs you think the Lakers will get to. I think they're going to get to the second round and at that point, anything can happen. So let's go Lakers. Have a wonderful day or evening and we'll continue this next week.